0: one of the founders of Mural. They're now serving over 1,200 companies, of which 45,000 people at those companies use their tool. Last month, they did 280,000 bucks in monthly recurring revenue. They've got three specific cohorts of customer. Their online channel, which has the highest churn is 5% per month, but their other two cohorts, they've churned nobody. So sticky product. They've got a team of 35 between San Francisco and Buenos Aires. Today's episode is 7.38. Coming up tomorrow morning, you'll hear from Matilda Collins. She has three extra revenue to 700,000 bucks in monthly recurring revenue in just 11 months. How is she growing so fast? Hello everybody. My guest is Mariano Suarez Batan. He is the co-founder and CEO of a company called Mural. Modern teams are using Mural's design, a digital whiteboard to explore complex challenges visually, facilitate design thinking exercises and organize agile processes. Global 2000 global 2000 companies like IBM, Intuit, Steelcase and Autodesk have deployed Mural at scale to enhance their visual collaboration in their digital workplace. A former startup in residence at a company called Ideo my name you've probably heard of him. is funded by Intel Capital, Alta Ventures, and Collaborative Fund. In the past, he's founded Three Melons, a game studio that designed and published online games. Bolo was a hit product with more than 20 million players globally, and the company was acquired by Playdom and Disney in 2010. Mariano is an active angel investor, a startup advisor, and an endeavor entrepreneur. Mariano, are you ready to take us to the top? Yes, long Holy intro, thank mackerel, you. that's a long intro, but you've done a lot, huh? Trying, trying, step by step. Why did you sell Bola to Playdom?
1: So okay, um, we it was our, our our first game. We, we we created games for large brands before. Lego was a big big client. First game there. Uh, we we thought that the social games industry was going through consolidation with Zynga, play First, and and, and Playdom growing pretty fast. Uh, and we, we we thought that strategically made sense to some, build something bigger with them they had the distribution power and uh and we had like a very great creative team and great great games i mean it's actually it was a soccer game very fun to play uh financially it also makes sense i mean professionally it makes sense as a young entrepreneur i was I mean, about to turn 30 so like a good nice turnaround uh, What's a good, so what do I you mean,
0: mean what do you what do you mean by that a financially good and a good nice turnaround
1: yeah, I mean, so so again, we, we, we started the company in Argentina, first video games company there, first video game company to get acquired and to be be part of something bigger. Um,
0: was the company, was the game doing revenue? Was BOLA making you money or no?
1: We were in the cusp of launching it when we decided to join them. So you never know if that's the best decision, but it was, it felt like the best decision at that time.
0: What was the acquisition price?
1: It was a combination of stock and equity. So, I mean, it's it's blurry, but somewhere around, like, it ended up being $11 million. Okay. You say that.
0: you say somewhat blurry because you can't actually cash it out. It depends on the stock price of Disney at that point. Is that accurate?
1: Uh, more or less, like, our deal was a little different. But um, the thing is, like, I mean, the cash and equity component, the cash grew. Uh, the, the equity grew, but then there were, like, contingencies and, and, and some other things that, don't make it an exact price right got it
0: got it but there wasn't any cash up front right what it was a it was a payout over time there was
1: there was a cash and we paid some investors with that oh got it was an equity component and of course there was mean salary as a management team
0: yep what was the cash component of the deal
1: it was like four or five million and then it was like Four or five million on the other end, and then the the, the, the yeah, it was it was appreciated over in
0: time. The four million in cash. How much had you raised for investors at that point that you had to pay back? Uh,
1: I think it was six hundred thousand, seven hundred thousand, something okay. like
0: that. So it's a good exit for everyone.
1: Yeah, everyone's copying angel investors got around ten x. Uh, I mean, yeah, so, awesome. So
0: was, yeah. When did you join IDEO
1: So IDEO we decided to go in in two thousand fourteen we didn't join ideo we are a startup in residence in ideo right oh, we founded it. the company and then we we realized that um so a few teams at ideo were using it with steel case actually and 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 they were discussing this program and and also like trying to bring in collaborative fund as a i mean as a and as a funder for for the program so we we knew people there and and we happen to be great because we we are part of that vision that they have of like in making everybody a designer and then deploying design thinking across the world. And again, we are a very good platform for anywhere across the world to practice design thinking. So, so our missions are pretty well aligned. And so what was,
0: what was the financial aspect of that? So did, did they get, did, uh, does IDEO get a portion of mural like 5%? Is it like an incubator?
1: uh, It is like an incubator. Our, Our deal was a little, Less than that because we were already like a bigger company and we were already funded and so on. How but much had you already the raised
0: the, before you went in, into Ido?
1: I think it was like close to a million bucks by okay. that time.
0: So they took less than five percent. And it, when you joined, did does Ido put money in the company as well or no?
1: So Ido. So again, collaborative fund put, put in some money, right? And then uh, Ido put some in kind. Uh,
0: like 100 grand. Time, time in the
1: office, time time with people, connections with with large firms. Like, I mean, they connected us with with IBM, and, and that, and IBM became our biggest client. They also connected with some folks, again, still as I said, some folks in Stanford, so and into it as well. So it was a good, um, yeah, good. Uh, I mean, connector, right? Also a good way to bring in some of their DNA into our product organization. How mm-hmm. they work. And, and in a way, we realized that instead of going after the IDOs of the world as our core clients, uh, we pivoted to uh, in uh, who, who we were going to be aiming for. Right, large firms, their clients. Right, so clients of IDO that wanted to work like IDO ended up being the the sweet spot and uh, for a go-to-market
0: yep your pricing is so simple i love it you go to the pricing page it's 12 bucks per member per month build annually or 16 bucks build monthly how much would you credit your success in terms of getting new customers to the simplicity of your pricing plan
1: that's the pricing plan for the folks that want to buy online which is again a huge number of people but in terms of our revenue uh, it's it's not I mean the big would say really one fourth of our revenue comes from online, the rest come from enterprise deals, right? Yep. So so the simplicity is nice because again, we, 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 we most of our enterprise deals start with some sort of free trial, of course, and then uh, people in a work group that start to use it, and then they like it, and then they expand it to other folks.
0: So right? your business model, though, is, a, is a, it's a SaaS business model, right?
1: SaaS business model, I mean, the things like how we charge, uh, so it's a, it's a subscription, most of the people pay us annually, though, even though we have the monthly option, and uh, pay us via contracts and via invoices and via like large uh, contracts. So we also integrate our systems to their systems and a more, I mean, more enterprise-ready level of service that is not available to buy online.
0: And so, how many total companies are using you? And and then, in addition to that, how many total employees at those companies use you?
1: So. Uh, Right now, we have 45,000 monthly active users, and this is uh, around 1,200 companies. Okay. So, So as you can imagine, there's a few, like uh, 50 of them, that have a lot of employees involved. Yeah. Especially IBM. With IBM, we have 26,000 monthly active users. So, you you can see the ratio of of, of IBMers in there. When you say monthly active user, on
0: Mariano, those are people that you're—they're you're, they're paying for those seats, right? Those aren't free users.
1: That's correct. We don't have a freemium model. We we used to have it, then we switched to free trial, uh, and we can we can go and discuss that that if you want to. But uh, everybody that's using the product is using it, uh, paying. We have introduced, I mean, a couple of months ago, I mean, free for education. Right. So, Mm -hmm. folks that have uh, that are teaching this innovation, design, creative problem solving uh, are happy to reach out to us in Miro.co slash education. And we provide that for free. Uh, Again, it's part of like a contribution, but also like preparing the future generation to not necessarily have to practice innovation all together in the same location with sticky notes and whiteboard. Right. Like, we we, we, we believe that uh, innovation doesn't need to happen just in the project room. So we're taking the product from everywhere.
0: And what's the average? I know this is tough because you have such a lopsided cohort, especially with IBM, but what's the average customer paying you per month, would you say? Um. Yes. Yeah, very very <laughs> hard to say. I mean,
1: Because, it, yeah, I mean, IBM pays us quite, quite a bit, as you can imagine. And then we have, so millions of, multiple millions of dollars. Then we jump into like um, 100, between 100,000 and 150, and we have like probably, no 10 companies in in the range and then we have a lot of the, a lot of companies being as peanuts right like yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. a group of four or five people so uh, our average is really not a great way of analyzing our business right it is more like a like a long tail kind of curve
0: yeah 80 20 rule right 20% of the customers make up well more than 80% of the revenue Mhm. For
1: sure. Well, I mean, again, I mean, it's, it's a concentration of, of of companies. Like IBM has four hundred thousand employees.
0: Yeah, no, it makes Mariana. Really? It, it makes perfect sense. Uh, I wasn't, I wasn't yeah. saying bad things about the model. It makes perfect sense. Um, give us a sense, though, of size. So, like last month, what did you guys do in terms of monthly revenue?
1: So we, we calculate in recurring revenue, right? Okay. So our recurring revenue per month is, right now, we are making like two two hundred
0: eighty. Okay. So you're, you're so 280K, right? Yeah. 280K, which what puts you at? What about about $3. $3.5 million ARR rate? Somewhere, somewhere on there. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So, I mean, I can, I can, I mean, if I wanted to back into an average revenue per user, I could just take MRR divided by 1200 customers, but that really wouldn't be accurate because you have such differences in your cohorts, mm-hmm.
1: right? Yeah. I would say there's, a, there's like three big buckets, right? Like huge enterprise and then business. And then you can probably split and say like, okay, well, on the on the smaller end we have like probably whatever 50 bucks per month, and yep. then we have like 50,000 <laughs> probably four probably four categories like yeah, 50 bucks per month, probably then there's like the a thousand, and then there's the the, um, the So like 3000 and then, yeah.
0: So you've, Mariano, you've you've obviously raised capital for this business, starting off there with Collaborative Fund and and IGO. How much capital have you raised in total?
1: We raised so far, we we took in $2.4 million.
0: Got it. And what is the, tell me more about like the team's makeup. What's the team size today? Mm -hmm.
1: So we are uh, 35 people, more or less. Okay. Uh, Still heavily... Uh, reliant on products. So our product organization is in Buenos Aires. That's from where I'm from. That's the Mariano Suarez. What a name. I love that name. Thank you. I mean, I I, yeah, with a hyphen and everything. I had to upgrade it because (laughs) people don't understand that. Suarez is not my middle name. Anyway. um, So we have a lot of folks there, product development. So engineers, DevOps, a lot of designers and product managers. We have a pretty good ratio there.
0: Your main hey, office, though, so is Buenos Aires?
1: No, San Francisco, that's where I am. So like, I like to say that where I am is the main office. But <laughs> uh, it's a U.S. company, so it's also, I mean, and, and we operate here in California. We have our head of customer success is in, in New Jersey, actually, in, in, right in front of New York, in Jersey City. Mm-hmm. Uh, and here in San Francisco, we have uh, another customer success manager, head of marketing, uh, I mean, an, an SDR and an AE, and I'm carrying probably four
0: more AEs now because that's multiple reasons that's great tell me about some other economics here so like churn what's your gross customer churn per month or per year so the
1: again similarly how I, I was telling you it's hard to like have the average I mean you need to like divide it into the into buckets so thankfully like for for let's call it bucket one is a online bucket two is a small bigger online bucket three would be small this is our small teams in companies right uh, bucket three would be already managed accounts in the enterprise, and bucket four would be the huge situation. In, in bucket three and, and and four, we have zero uh, churn so far. Right. Right? I mean, and and it's it's negative, of course. Uh, because negative
0: because you're up- upgrading them.
1: Yes, because, I mean, as you can imagine, I mean, with with those firms, um, I mean, it starts to grow. Right, the issue that we have as a business, and and this is for other entrepreneurs selling to multiple departments um is who pays for the collaboration, right? Like the the, the units when it's not IT that does the thing. So for example, we sell to innovation groups, right? Or design and product development groups. So they start collaborating. The nature of the collaboration that they do in mural has to be radically collaborative. Right? They need to bring in people support, people from engineering, people from business, people from marketing, people from design and product of course. So they started using the product, but then these people Come in, and they are they report to other VPs, or so they, they have they come from other budget. Mm-hmm. So we we that's that's one of the frictions that we're having as a business to understand how do how do we break that um, that situation where. Uh, I mean budget allocation yeah. is yeah, Mariano, no, right. yeah, you're the
0: still trying to figure out how to figure yeah, how to how to sell into where the usage is actually happening, right? It makes good sense mm-hmm. there. Hey, we're running we're running out of time here. We've got a a couple more minutes. So just some quick questions here. So in your online cohort, what's churn? Like two percent monthly, one percent
1: five? No, no, it's, it's five, It's high. Okay. And we we have we have cyclicality of, of the use of our yeah. product in terms of and for your a, larger your larger based, right? your
0: larger cohorts, which obviously you probably have AEs and salespeople on. What are you paying to acquire those customers on average?
1: Uh, inconclusive. You know what? Because for example, we, we landed a pretty big industrial technology firm. Probably that one that you're imagining. Uh, and it came because i mean they did like a global design sprint that we supported and now they're deploying the product uh, we met them at an event in a design management event in september did you did you uh, sponsor
0: the event or it was free
1: yeah we sponsored what, the event. what
0: was the sponsorship cost
1: probably around the total thing because not just the sponsorship cost but the travel and so forth probably around 30 grand
0: okay and you got one customer one big then, customer from it
1: Yes, but we also met them uh, someone else in Austin and in the middle we did some work also and, and so on. So like there's a lot of little attribution costs yep. that, that it's it's hard to map with the sophistication of systems that we have right now, right? So what yep. we do is that like, we generally like split up general costs divided by total acquired customers. And uh, and the things like some of the costs that we are
0: deploying right now. Uh,
1: we still don't know when they're gonna be turning yeah. to customers
0: yeah Mario makes good sense last question here do you have any weird costs that most software companies don't what's your gross margin
1: no not really so um I mean we connect to the f five hundred startups, so I mean something like a prop there I mean it's that we we got a very good uh Deal with Microsoft Azure. Yeah. What is your gross right. so, margin?
0: What even with all your deals and everything you've done? So are you talking like eighty five percent gross margin, ninety percent gross yeah, margin? Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah really high. Uh, I mean, we're very optimal in that regard. Of course, like when it comes to the larger firms, we assign people to that. But uh, but yeah, it's
0: it's north of eighty five percent. Many of you listening right now don't have time to listen to every B2B SaaS CEO that I've interviewed. If you want to get access to the database I've created with year-over-year growth rates, customer accounts, margins, and many, many other data metrics and data points, you can go to G-E-T-L-A-T-K-A dot Here's the thing, though. This that database, I keep it to myself. It's so freaking valuable. And to preserve the quality of the data and make sure that the people that have access to it have a true advantage, I'm only letting 10 companies on each month. So we're full this month but You can go to gitlatka.com to get on the waiting list for next month and look there's big people on the waiting list i mean the biggest vcs you've ever heard of you've probably heard of them they're big private equity billions and billions under management so it's an impressive waiting list go get on now at getlatka.com So what I've done is I've worked with them. You guys know I make great deals. If you go to hostgator.com forward slash Nathan, you can sign up, get your own domain for 30% off and a 45-day money-back guarantee. Okay, again, I make great deals for you guys. Go to hostgator.com forward slash Nathan to grab that now. Let's wrap up here, Mariano, with the famous five. Number one, what's your favorite business book? Favorite business
1: book? I'd say... I'd rewind back, but it's it's probably Purple Cow by Seth Godin, because yeah. it was so simple to describe that, that it's 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 the product should be the marketing channel, right? Even though you need to amplify it later. Sure. A uh, product should be remarkable, and, and and if they're remarkable, we have business.
0: Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying right now?
1: A c- so, uh, so, what's that a again? CEO Sorry.
0: that you're following?
1: Uh plenty but um pick one yeah i, I like our, our well i like Aaron levy's uh, management of 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 the press right i mean and, and and how he's he's you see he's selling a i mean a a dream in a way and and how he can combine the the the, the tone of enterprise with some edge uh, which is also what we do right we have an enterprise software company that has a, a neon coral logo right yeah. so it's a
0: Number, number three, what's your favorite online tool, like HostGator?
1: Um, I'd say LinkedIn. I mean, I mean LinkedIn was able to, to get me a lot of deals and connections that are fundamental for my
0: business life. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night?
1: I'm a pretty good sleeper, even though I have a one-year-old and a five-year-old. So I'd say
0: eight. Okay, that's pretty good. And what's your situation, are you married?
1: I'm married. Okay. We recently moved to the suburbs here in, in, in the Bay Area. So two kids so married, have, and, and how
0: old are you, Mariano? I'm 37. All right, so take us home. Quick answer here. Take us back 17 years. What do you wish your 20-year-old self knew?
1: Um, probably to, to, to trust on, on, on your gut always. There, mm-hmm. uh, actually, there's there's some science to that. I mean, some, some of the hormones that are produced in the gut help us make decisions. And, and in general, I mean, I, I follow them, but only after too much probably uh, thinking through the situation. And, and, and most of the time, you, 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 you have enough information to make a decision before.
0: There you guys have it. Trust your gut. More from Mariano, the, one of the founders of Mural. They're now serving over 1,200 companies, of which 45,000 people at those companies use their tool. Last month, they did 280,000 bucks in monthly recurring revenue. They've got three specific cohorts of customer. Their online channel, which has the highest churn, is 5% per month, but their other two cohorts, they've churned nobody. So a sticky product. They've got a team of 35 between San Francisco and Buenos Aires. Mariano, thank you for taking us to the top. Thank you for the energy. If you enjoyed Mariano today, go back and listen to Patrick yesterday. 3,000 hotels are paying him to optimize pricing and investors have put in 50 million, five zero million to date.